Welcome new listeners and beloved weekly critics to another fantastic episode of the Recreational Critics Podcast where we review streaming service films with our unqualified opinions. I'm your host Jason with my co-host and father Marvin. How's everybody doing? This week we are going to be going over Marvel's Black Widow and before we get started we're going to go over some news and uh, I had one thing. Loki season two was announced Yes. this week. Surprise. So all the Marvel shows are supposed to be limited series to one season. Mm-hmm. Uh... I think Loki's by far their most successful show, and so that's definitely why they're going to go two seasons with it. So did you catch that from the behind-the-scenes credit? It was the after-credit scene of yeah. Loki. Mm-hmm. Spoilers for episode that just came out last week. And then um, I think it popped up on, like, IGN was writing about it and Screen mm-hmm. Rant. Like, that when that episode came out, oh, it was very instantaneously. People were already posting about it. Oh, I didn't even know until then. You so, know, so I worked night shift, and... I was working Tuesday night, and the episode came out Wednesday morning. Mm-hmm. By 4 a.m., everyone at work already knew because it had gotten posted already. So, uh, it was definitely a surprise. Uh, Mandalorian did the same thing. Mandalorian was supposed to be one season, and it did so well, they brought back another season. Or they always had plans for it to be two seasons, and they just lied to people saying it was going to be one. Yeah. Which is probably what Loki was. Um Valve, the company that makes the orange box, Half yeah, Life, yeah, and all Half Steam, Life, yeah. they have announced a Steam Deck gaming system. So it's going to be uh, very reminiscent of the Nintendo Switch, but for all their PC Steam games. Okay. They tried something a few years ago with the Steam. Um, I don't remember what they called it, but it had the Steam box. Yeah. Uh, our, my brother Trey has one with the yeah. controller and all that. You plug your PC up into your computer, your TV essentially, but they're bringing that back in the form of a. Nintendo Switch style hmm. device. Okay. On the news of the Switch, you see they're releasing a new one? Th- no, I didn't see that. They're releasing an OLED screen. Oh. Faster processor RAM, more space, better graphics, and just a better screen. Okay. So basically, Switch 2.0. Gotcha. N- not really changing the hardware. I, I don't think. Uh, the hardware is changing. The so- I mean, the software is right. going to be the same. I don't think they're changing it too much. It's yeah. like when the Wii came out, or every system, they come out with the mm-hmm. the Xbox 360, and then they come out with the slim one, which has mm-hmm. more space or something like that. Yeah. It's yeah. a little bit different design. Uh, did you hear about the Atlanta Falcons football player? Can't remember his name. I'm going to just type in Atlanta Falcons. It should pop up. He got caught. He got charged with indecency with a child. No, I did not hear that. Uh, Pretty sure it's in decency with a child. Was it a star player or is it a scrub? Uh, Barca V.S. Mingo. Oh, yeah. I don't even recognize that name. Yeah. But regardless, it's horrible. Yeah, bad news for the NFL. Mm. Well, since you want to bring up the NFL, uh, you heard about um, Sherman. Um, Richard Sherman. Richard Sherman yep. from uh, C- Seahawks. Well, they were saying he was probably going to go back to Seahawks. He's a free agent. Well, anyway, yeah. Um, l- yesterday, as of you know, yesterday he had uh, got arrested for um, domestic uh, a domestic disturbance. They didn't. Oh. Um, so he got arrested. Yep. All the details weren't out yet, but there's a nine one one call. It says here he was threatening yeah. to kill his wife. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was released from jail with no bond. And I guess he was at his in-law's house, I believe. He got arrested at his in-law's house. Ooh. Um, but well, He's probably not going to get re-picked up. Well, his wife did come out and make a formal statement 
saying that no one was harmed. Okay. So. I totally forgot he played for the 49ers right now. Yeah, yeah. All right. He's a good player. Mm-hmm. They were trying to re- reunite the, um, you know, the Legion Lynch, of Boom. Lynch, Wilson, and Sherman. Well, the Legion of Boom defense for Seattle. They were mm-hmm. trying to make a new version of that. So the rumor was that he was going back up to Seattle. So, but either way, hopefully after all of the smoke clears, you know, hopefully nobody really was, you know, endangered or hurt. Maybe it was just a drunken tirade. Right. I mean, I don't know, but he he still needs to get some help, but. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. Uh, speaking on the on the topic of sports, uh, Space Jam: A New Legacy was released. Yes, it bombed. People yeah. are hating this movie. I heard one comment that I had read was that it was like a big commercial. That it so an hour and a half long commercial, like a commercial. Huh? For like, what? You know the commercials that they use to advertise this movie. Yeah, they say the whole movie is like that. Right. So we, we actually run into a lot of movies lately with that. When I went to see Black Widow in theaters, uh, most of the trailers for a lot of the movies we saw, I felt like told me everything about the movie. Mm. <laughs> so I don't know what more there is for most of those. But Space Jam, I didn't quite care for the first Space Jam. I no. rewatched it recently. Didn't really care for it too much. And I, I always thought LeBron James is a terrible actor. And from the trailers, it looked like it. Well, I'll be honest, like, at least, I mean, I liked Space Jam for the time. And he's not as good as Michael. And for what it was, I mean, back then when the original Space Jam came out, the the audience knew who the Looney Tune characters were. Mm-hmm. A lot of the target audience now are like, who's this? Who's this rabbit? They don't know all the characters. I'm sure they know who Bugs Bunny is. Some of them. No, I've talked to some of the kids. Right. They don't really know all these characters. And where was your survey taken? What school no, no, did you no, go to? No, no, no. I'm talking about talking to kids. Okay. Like, like your siblings. Even. Okay. Like your youngest sister didn't even know all these characters. Um, but I think that's a fail on the parenting on the parents. <laughs> well, anyway, um, what my point is, when I saw like all the trailers and whatnot, I didn't really get grabbed in. I want to see it only for nostalgia purposes, but it is not the plot. Just doesn't look right to me. You know? Yeah. Um. But okay. we'll see. I am going to watch it. So, How excited are you for Indiana Jones 5? It's not necessary. Okay. What if I told but you... But I want to see it. Antonio Banderas was cast for that movie. As Indy? No. Just uh, to be in it. Yeah. Harrison Ford is still Indy. Okay. Yeah, we did talk about that before. Right. Um, I think I like... I mean, he'll be a villain probably, so... Yeah, he'll probably be the villain. I, yeah. I, but I think it's still Nazis. So you're going to have Antonio Banderas go be a Nazi? Who knows? But I think this movie, I think we talked about this before. Doesn't it take place like in the 50s or the 60s? Right. Yeah. So it's probably going to be more of a communist type Wait, of vibe. Does it take place in the 50s or 60s? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. D- oh, that's right. Because they all take place way in the past. Mm-hmm. Like 20s and 30s and stuff. Yeah. Well, the 30s, 40s. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe this one takes place in the 70s. I don't think it's that far out. You don't think so? No. I cannot remember. I'm actually just going to look it up real quick. So I'm thinking it's going to have more of a communist type of thing, you know? A little red scare. <clears throat> oh, so some China, some Russia. Something. Uh, but, 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 but. Kingdom Skull took place in 1957. So five would take place after that. So maybe that's 60s. What, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Um, Yeah, I don't. I don't know. 
So it's going to take place during the late 60s. So late okay. 60s, early 70s. Yeah. All right. A little bit different time mm-hmm. time period. You think they're going to go a lot of hippies in it? He's going to hate the hippies or something? Uh, no, I don't think he's going to. Well, he's still a professor, so they'll probably have some of that in there. Yeah. War's bad, <clears throat> dude. Uh, you had some news on Britney Spears, by the way. Yes. So for our, the viewers out there, or the listeners, rather, that are familiar with the whole Britney Spears little situation with her father having control over her life. Um, the judge ruled that, um, that she can get, I forget the term, uh, she can have other representation to, uh, control her assets, her money and other parts of her life that, you know, her dad controls now. So hopefully soon, you know, she'll, she'll feel liberated you know will she feel liberated is she gonna get control of her own money back or she'll have more control of her own life you know because as of right now she doesn't have custody of her kids she has to have an allowance for her own money she can't drive um there's just other things like that that she can't you know they were she's even told that she can't have any more kids you know so isn't that crazy you can just do that yeah, I didn't even know that that <clears throat> existed, you know, especially for somebody that's a non-offender. Well, did she beat her kids or something or I have no them? idea. I don't know what led to all of this. I know. In certain, I know she had a breakdown yeah. years ago, but I remember she shaved her head and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah. I know there's there's precedence for like people who commit sex crimes to be chemically castrated, mm-hmm. but I wasn't aware people could be told they can't have kids. Yeah. How do you enforce that? I have no idea. Do they, you take away the kid or you put them in jail mm. for getting pregnant? And I don't know. And your mother is here. So, hi. Oh, uh, yes. We do have a guest in the room. It's my mother. Um, if you want to talk, Mom, there's a mic right there. You can bring it up to your face and you can talk in it. Okay. But I just had a question for you. The mic I actually mean, doesn't work. You know It'd be more, funny to see you're talking to it. More of the situation with this whole Britney Spears. Uh, I don't know. No, I, the, I, the question. About yeah, so. So you're saying she gets fined if she breaks the stipulations. Mm-hmm. All right. Now is she? Uh, so she is she allowed to be married? She can't. She's not allowed to get married. Huh? It's gonna be a whole lot of silence right here, ladies and gentlemen. We are actually talking to somebody in the room, so <laughs> uh, people are gonna think we're crazy because we're just having a conversation with nobody. Uh. Anyway, no, no one's gonna be able to hear you. I'm gonna edit you out. With that, <laughs> you want to get started on Black Widow? Yes, let's do it. Okay. Marvel's Black Widow is their, f- no, it's not. I was about to say their first going back in time piece from the continuity, but it's really not because they went back for Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this takes, this is a, at a budget of $200 million, yeah. the same budget as Tomorrow War, <laughs> which is insane to think because Tomorrow War sucked in comparison to cast performances and special effects yes. and overall story when this movie is a Marvel movie so it doesn't truly suck it, right it's it's good it's not one of their best though it's pretty good though what out of their 23 films you put in the top half or no no, no. but it's Marvel right so, so it's not gonna be a bad movie yeah but the thing like you said that future war same budget um this movie had... Tomorrow War, not Future War. I mean, Tomorrow War. Which is in the future. Yeah. Maybe that's what confused me. It's actually in the future during the present because it's 2022. 
But anyways, <laughs> the the budget for this movie was the same. Yep. But here we have actors that are probably higher grade, with the uh, exception to Chris Pratt and J.K. Right. Rowling. J.K. Simmons. J.K. Rowling. Sim- Rowling. Harry Simmons. Potter. Rowling. I'm, it's late. I'm tired. But anyway. Don't you work? You, okay. I called you at five o'clock, maybe six o'clock, and you said, I'm just now waking up. Yeah, it's true. And it's 11 o'clock right now, or 1030 at mm-hmm. night. You're tired already? But anyways, let me finish my statement. So the special effects, like you said, were like way better. And I have to at agree. At points. But I think that the settings right. were definitely better. In this movie. In this, in the okay. Black Widow. Um, and they also have better, um, just overall everything. They have better the, writing. They have a better direction of where they want this film to go. Because mm-hmm. we didn't talk about it with Tomorrow War. There was a lot of comedic actor, actors in that movie. Like, you think they want to go comedy, but they didn't make any jokes at all mm-hmm. throughout that entire movie. I know a lot of people were dis- disappointed that Chris Pratt wasn't funnier in that movie. Yeah. I actually yeah. read an article today about how Chris Pratt needs to go back to being a funny guy yeah. and not a serious actor. Mm-hmm. There are some actors who just can't do it. Mm-hmm. Like, Mark Wahlberg can't be a funny guy. I don't like his comedies at all. Uh, his awkward comedy is oh, pretty good. Okay, Ma's giving me a bad look here. What, you like Marky Mark or something? Yeah, she does like Marky I don't... I don't think he's funny. I think he's good in his serious movies. But the other guys, he wasn't funny. Painting, step da- uh, Daddy's Home, whatever, wasn't he wasn't funny in that. But it was okay. And he wasn't funny in Spencer Confidential. But I thought he was better as a serious actor in movies like Four Brothers. Yeah, but Daddy's Home, he was okay. For what it was. I um, think Will Ferrell had that movie locked down. Yeah, but together their chemistry made it better. Okay. Uh, back on Black Widow. Uh, two hundred dollar, two hundred million dollar budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made two hundred million in the box office so far globally. We're at a week and a half from release. Or I think we're just at a week. So in one week, they made back their initial budget. Um, but this is a long term investment for Disney because this movie was made in twenty nineteen. Yeah. Well, it's made eighty million just from streaming. I think that was it. That was included in my two hundred million dollar box yeah. office. So yeah. Um. With their streaming, which is ridiculous, people charging thirty dollars to watch this movie uh, on Disney Plus. Once you, once your Disney Plus account runs out, that movie goes away. Mm-hmm. You don't get to keep it. So, um, but it's still cheaper than going to the movie. Like if you have a whole family, sure, it's still cheaper to watch it at home. Well, that's why you don't have a family. Prepare. That's why you just stay single <laughs> and you keep all your money. No, I'm just saying it's just an option, you know. Okay, so this movie, when does it take place? In between. In the Marvel Universe. Oh, it takes place in between um, Civil War yep. and Infinity War. So it takes place directly following Civil War. Mm-hmm. So for those that don't remember, uh, one half of the Avengers, the Avengers broke up and one half of them went on the run. The other half worked for the government. Mm-hmm. And she's part of that one half that went on the run. And the only people who were not captured in that was Captain America and Black Widow. And so she's on her own little mission now. Yes. Uh. I think this movie probably would have benefited if it stayed outside of the Marvel Universe completely. Like, outside the Avengers timeline. Because the Avengers start in, what, 2012? And she's introduced around 2010 time frame. If they could have made this movie before that, I think it would have benefited. She got introduced in 2009 and in uh, okay, Iron Man 2. Iron Man 2. I was just trying to give okay. you the specific. Yep. Yeah. 
Iron Man 2 came out in 2010, but good job uh, being wrong. Uh, well, they probably made it in 2009. <laughs> <so> shut up. <laughs> uh, I think it would have benefited because I think this movie broke some continuity continuity bounds within the Marvel story arc. Uh, one of them I thought sh- it broke was uh, the Red Guardian, who's her dad, essentially. And Well, let's, we'll get back to this. It starts off Scar Johansson as a child, or Black Widow as a child, and she's a sleeper agent in America. Her and her family are all Russian sleeper agents put in, and she has a dad who is Russian Captain America, known as Red Guardian. Mm-hmm. So essentially Russia's response to Captain America. Uh, her mother, who's a Russian scientist, her sister, who's, and her, who just two children put there to make them look like the perfect nuclear mm-hmm. family, and their mission's over. And they go back home to Russia, and on the way there, they have to stop in Cuba, you know, for mission complete or whatever. And both the girls are taken away to be part of the Black Widow program. So maybe I don't read a lot of comics with Black Widow. She's not my favorite character. She's not the only Black Widow. Then they're all well, Black Widows. Well, the the mother, Melania, Melina, right? Um, she was actually the original Black Widow, right? And she was also, she also went by the name of Iron Maiden. Um, okay. So she's. She's the she's, prototype for it. Yeah, the prototype. And for this, we'll just call her Iron Maiden. Because okay. Because that's what. Who she is. Yeah. So it's like James Bond. 007 isn't a guy. It's, he's a program. And there's more than one double mm-hmm. O. So that's how Black Widow is, right? Yes. You read more comics probably on her than I have. Yes, but in the comics, it really, this went a far ways from the comics because right. in the comics, she was, um, the Black Widow was actually given a super soldier serum, a variant of A it. variant of it, right. And she's actually very old. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, been around since right. the Cause, 60s. Because Captain know? America ages too, mm-hmm. but he ages very slowly. And she does too. Yeah. But... So Black Widow in the comics was actually a very she's older she de she's slowed aging, and this they have a different spin on it you know this more modern take is um more like an ultimate like mm-hmm. uh rec uh, uh, ultimate recon yeah yeah and now they have the Red Room mm-hmm. and in the Red Room all of these yeah so the Red Black Room is Widows. a creation of the Scarlet Witch program it's where mm-hmm. they train where they're augmented all that stuff and indoctrinated into the black widow program and she thought she destroyed the red room Uh and its leader yes 20 years ago or so she thought she escaped and that she was the only black widow left yes Uh, and then she learns from her sister there's more of them you know he's he never died they continue the program Mm -hmm. and so so now she's on a mission to bring the red room back down again with the help of her sister but Mm -hmm. to do that she needs her mom or her dad to help out. He's a super soldier locked away in prison. Mm-hmm. And he's pl- she he's played by David Harbour, who some know from Stranger Things. He was in Suicide Squad and most recently he was Hellboy. Mm-hmm. Uh I think he's the best thing about this movie. I disagree. I like Yelena. Really? I like the sister. Oh, Elena. Elena. Yeah. Yelena. Elena, okay. okay. Yeah. Who is just another black widow. Mm-hmm. She's funny. Mm-hmm. Don't get like I think the Actress is pretty good in this and pretty funny, but mm-hmm. I, she's supposed to be a spy, right? So she's supposed to be able to have a normal accent, and she was raised in America, 
why does she have a Russian accent? She was only raised in America when she was a little kid. Right, they? up until she's like eight years old. Yeah. But uh, back to someone in this room, mom, who lived in Rhode Island, you know, she's been here in Kansas for 20 years. Huh? 22. Her accent's never gone away. So how come this woman who's been in America just as long as she's been anywhere else in the world, how come she never, how come she gained a new accent? It's just product of your environment, you know? Yeah, but 22 years in her environment here in Kansas, she's the most non-sounding Kansan ever. But she doesn't talk as like she used to, though. Yeah, it comes out quite a bit. Sometimes. I, I just say. Because at one time, there. you even had a heavy accent from your mom. Uh, correct. I did. That's so. my point. I had a heavy accent at one point, and it went mm-hmm. away. Yeah. So how does she gain a Russian accent when she didn't live in Russia the last 20 years? But in, in this movie, she was. She, she wasn't was in Russia. She the... was a spy that went around the world. Yeah, I know. But she still cl- was representative of the Russians, though. Oh, so you get what I'm just saying? so we know about that, we had to make sure she has a Russian accent. Well, no, I'm just saying, you know, if she's dealing with people that are from there. Right. Maybe she's okay. more so, comfortable around in that setting. You so know? Ray Winstone, the, the guy who plays the main bad guy, who's, I can't remember his name, the guy that creates the Black Widow program, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, he is Russian to the core, American accent. Yeah, I don't know, man. You're you're digging and looking too much into this. I don't think I'm looking enough at it. Yeah. I, well, anyway, I think you need to be looking more at it. No, but at the same time, if you're a spy, you could change your you'll change your accents as needed. So, so she has to talk Russian to her sister, otherwise she wouldn't know she's her sister. No, I'm just saying that's probably just her natural, just the natural way she wants to talk. Okay, I think I'm diverting too far. Very. Here. And so my point is is Red Guardian, Black Widow, her sister Alina. Mm-hmm. Elena, Elena, and they get their mom back, and it's all about taking down the Red Room. Mm-hmm. And during the time you meet the not the villain, the villain is Ray Rinstone's character, who is like the the big baddie. He creates all the Black Widows, but they run into another famous Marvel villain. I think more famous for Spider Man as a Spider Man villain, but Taskmaster. Mm-hmm. And a uh, little bit of a a twist here. Uh, Taskmaster's a woman in this aside from his yeah. normal role as a man mm-hmm. uh it, it makes sense uh at least it makes sense to why taskmaster works for the guy i can't remember his name it doesn't matter the bad guy well it, it, in a, and i like how they s- changed it because they explained his character more or her character right better i mean by you know yeah because taskmaster in the comics he's a mimic mm-hmm. that's his power i guess mm-hmm. which is not truly a power yeah. But in this, in the comics, it is. And this, she is a mimic because she's also a computer. So she essentially almost died as a child. Uh, Black Widow almost killed her, and essentially in an attempt to kill her father. Yeah. And collateral damage. Collateral damage, and she she failed. And because she almost died, the dad equipped her with cybernetics and stuff like that to make her a robot, essentially, or a cyborg, mm-hmm. and and gave her the ability. To mimic anything she's seen. So when you introduce a Taskmaster, she's watching clips of Hawkman, Hawkeye fighting people. And, you know, she's seen clips of Captain America and, and Black Panther. Yes. And all these people. And what she's doing is she's just memorizing their tactics. 
And did you catch that, like, in the scenes, like, when she was yes. fighting? She so, was... when she would fight, she'd do the Black Panther claws. Yeah. You know, the Wakanda Forever thing. Or she would even land like Black Panther. She would land like him. Uh, she would shoot arrows like Hawkeye, so mm-hmm. it would never miss, essentially. She had the, she could throw the shield like Captain America. And uh, she would land like Black Widow. She would land like Black Widow, not Black Panther. Yeah. Well, there was a scene where she... Oh, no, it was uh, one of the flip kick moves. Oh, and that's Black Panther. Yeah. She did the scissor-like kick, scissor-like grapple that Black Widow does, Mm -hmm. uh, which is real neat because Taskmaster, he is a mimic in the comics, but he doesn't do stuff like that. Mm -hmm. He kind of just uses their stuff against them, and he can dodge all their attacks because he knows what they're going to do. This time, Taskmaster dodges their attacks by using their attacks, Mm -hmm. and it's kind of a neat mirrored effect. And just so you know, like when you said that she's computer programming, she really was that. There was like a chip in the back of her head and right. all of that. So Yeah, she's yeah. A, a, a she's Robocop. Mm-hmm. But working for the Russians. Russian Robocop. And uh she's a pretty good villain. Mm-hmm. I I I was glad they introduced Taskmaster. I think he he I think he doesn't get enough play in comics or mm-hmm. in this case she doesn't mm-hmm. get enough play. And I was always like how are they going to beat Taskmaster cuz he really doesn't get beat very yeah. often. He gets away. In the comics, but he doesn't get beat. Yeah, normally, like in the comics um, that I know of, when he did get beat, he could mimic moves or whatnot. Yep. But he couldn't mimic, like, the raw strength or power. Correct. So, like, you could mimic, like, things, but, like, if you're going against the Hulk, the Hulk's super strong. He's actually going to punch you. Yeah, or Captain Marvel or somebody like Mm -hmm. that, you know, but. But he's a good fight, a a good fighter for people like Black Widow or yeah. Captain America. A skilled, uh, a skilled person. Yeah. Right. Skill based. That, yeah. Uh, he didn't have a sword. Mm-hmm. I expected him to bring out a sword, but then again, because uh, I was thinking Ronan, but Ronan doesn't exist yet mm-hmm. in the universe. Uh, but he will, and sequels leading up to this. Well, in the um, in the comics, he had the sword because of uh, the swordsman and the Black Knight. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but yeah. Um. I'm going to go, so they, the, the goal is just to break up the Red Room. Um, so she gets the team back together, or the family, if you will. And my reason for David Harbour being my favorite is he's funny in this. Mm-hmm. And he's, so he's overweight. It's been 20 years, or 40 years since he's been the Red Guardian. 30, yeah. And he's just living off his highlight. It's like the guy that re- wears a Letterman jacket. Dal Bundy. Yeah, sin- into their yeah. Al Bundy syndrome, right. Yeah. And that's how he lives his life. And when he gets back to the family, he tries on his old Red Guardian <laughs> suit. And he's way overweight. Like, he's a chunky guy. And he can barely squeeze himself into it. And he's just so happy he can wear it. Um, also, he's a terrible father. He doesn't know how to talk to people. Yeah, it's just awkward. Yeah. Awkward guy. Mm-hmm. I think David Harbour did a really good job. I think he's a very versatile actor with a lot of range. Yeah. Um, he, so I want to talk about continuity with this. So David Harbour is one bit of it. And this raises questions. He says he fought Captain America in the 80s. He is adamant he fought Captain America. But Captain America wasn't around in the 80s. I don't think he said the 80s. I think he, was, he said he was his comp. No, he said he said either ninety two or eighty two. He said that he said I fought him in eighty two or ninety two, and the other prison uh, was. I like, didn't catch that part. I just knew that he said that he was the, you know, the, the villain, the 
the counterpart to the counterpart. Yeah. He said, I fought him in the nineties and the guy's like, Captain America was in ice. And he said, are you calling me a liar? And then later in the film, he's like, Hey, black widow, Natasha, uh, does he ever talk about me? She's like, who's a Captain America? So in his, so, eyes, in his eyes, they fought. I think in the end of Endgame, Captain America goes back to live with Peggy in the 40s or the 50s or whatever. Mm-hmm. You'd think at any point during that time, he, he put on the shield and the costume and went and did Captain America things. Or, or, I'll give you one better. In Falcon Winter Soldier, yep. Um, you had... Uh, Forgetting his name now. Bucky. No, no. Elijah. Elijah. Um, he was the Captain America. As he well. was a Captain America in the fifties, though. In the sixties. It, it was, it was during the civil rights. No, it was during the Korean War. He said during the Korean War they tried to make up. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. But I mean, but do you think that there was a chance that he could have died? No, because he said he went into hiding as soon as he escaped from prison. Or maybe they had another person. Maybe. maybe. You never know. I mean. But he was adamant as Captain America. Yeah. So that but, makes me wonder if but, Captain America did Captain America things. Well, the, and I wouldn't say that that was a plot hole or anything because he did. If um, I do remember him talking about, like, don't call me a liar, you know, whatever. Yeah. So maybe we'll see something in the future. That's what I'm saying. They might do, like, a prequel thing or a spinoff mm-hmm. series where yeah, they so. meet up at some point. I, I'd be interested to see that because he is Captain America. He's super strong, just like him, super fast. But it, he let himself go. Um, but if it is 80s or 90s, by that point, Endgame's in, 20, in 19, 2019. Mm-hmm. And Captain America is like uh, 80 or 90 years old at this point. So he'd be 60 when they fought. Would it even be a good true. fight at that point? Yeah, true. I don't even know. But uh, there were some other plot holes around that I wanted to mention okay. going back. Um, it's not really a plot hole, but it's sort of crazy. So do you remember who was chasing them when they were on the run? Shield. Yeah. I didn't, I caught, at the last second, I realized that that was Shield. Yeah. And that was in the 90s. Well, yeah. Ni- was it 95? Yeah. Something like that. 95 or 96, somewhere around yeah. that timeline. And so War was that, that was around the same time as Captain Marvel, right? Right. So, I don't know. They didn't show any big names, right? But here's my thing. All right, so if S.H.I.E.L.D. was in existence and they're after them yep. and they escape yep. by getting into a plane, yep. a propeller plane at yep. that, not a jet, um, S.H.I.E.L.D., we know for a fact, had some nice jets back Th- they then. They had the, the prototype Quinjet. Yeah. And they knew that because of Captain, Captain Marvel, Marvel, which is around the same time. So you don't think they could have tracked them? Oh, of course they could have. You know, so I'm just... But S.H.I.E.L.D.'s also that kind of agency, like CIA-esque, mm-hmm. you know? Let them go. They'll come back or whatever. Or we could use True. this later. Also, they didn't show Nick Fury or Agent Coulson, right? So these could be like lower level shield guys who True. don't have the capability to think that far ahead or mm-hmm. whatever else. Uh, I did like that they go on the run kind of thing. And you see Red Guardian, he's pissed because he's, he's Captain America. He's a superhero. Mm-hmm. But they have him on missions stealing floppy disks from college universities yeah like you don't need me to do this have me go do something else have me fight for mother russia mm-hmm. and they're like now nah, you just keep doing bullshit jobs and that's the same thing they did to captain america they made him a superhero but then had him just do uso, USO and shows yeah and so he doesn't feel like he's living to his true potential mm-hmm. 
And maybe that's because maybe had, that's because like, him and Captain America fought <laughs> and he lost. Well, in this one, he also had like super enhanced strength and all of that. Yeah. And the con and from the comics, he didn't really have all of that. He was just a a, a highly trained soldier. He's like a U.S. agent. He's like a U.S. agent, yeah. but for Russia. And this one, they made him Captain America. Yeah, they like, said the Russians made their own su- secret super soldier serum, mm-hmm. and it succeeded. Which tells me, why did they only have one guy? Why didn't they make more than one? I mean, who knows? Maybe they did. Maybe. Well, they did. Winter Soldier goes into that. There's more Winter Soldiers. Mm-hmm. But I guess they don't matter to make an army. They just want to make five guys or something. I don't yeah. know. Um, how does she escape S.H.I.E.L.D. at the end? So when they win everything... So the red room is like oh, located in the, the sky, very the very very end. Mm-hmm. The red room is located in the sky, and they bring down the 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 sky ship or whatever it is, right? It's kind of like the helicarrier. It's a little. It looks more like the DC watchtower. And it's in the clouds. In the clouds, it's hidden with clouds all around it. Right. Um. Which again, we already know that during this t- movie, this time frame. Yep. Tony Stark and Shield had satellites all over the place. Why wouldn't they have known that that was there? Right. But anyway. So After, she, they they bring it down, uh-huh. and all the widows, Taskmaster, who's defeated, who's now a good guy, mm-hmm. right? Who will probably make a reappearance. Uh, Red Guardian, her sister, and her mom all jet. They all got it away, and she's like, "I'll hold back Shield." And it's General Ross and all them and cars coming to get her. How does she get away? They don't even show it. They just say two weeks later, and now she has her blonde hair that she had in Infinity War, and she had a Quinjet, and she was. Do you think Shield let her get away? And let her go pick up Captain America. Was she playing the double agent card leading into I, Infinity you War? Know, to be honest, I, I don't know. And if you remember, there were park it, some some members of Shield were on Captain America's team. Yes, you know, like Nick Fury and yes. Maria Hill. So, but I mean, this is General knows? Ross, who's not on Captain America's side. Yeah. So, what happened there? Have no idea. And what the feeling I got from it, I I equate this to Revenge of the Sith. So what happened at the end of Revenge of the Sith? What they do if Obi Wan, Yoda, Leia, and Luke, and Darth Vader? They just put them in their New Hopes starting places. They made it act like three and four were right next to each other. You know, Obi Wan goes to Tatooine right away. Yoda goes to Dagobah right away. Leia's with <laughs> Bail Organa. Luke's with them, and Darth Vader has his suit. You know, like they they rush them all into their starting places for a New Hope because they didn't want to leave any gap in between. They kind of did the same thing in this because she already has her blonde hair going into Infinity War. They just like kind of rushed it. I thought. Well, I think they tried to explain, like, in the in the beginning of Infinity War, she had the jet. She was wearing the vest. Yep. She had all of that. Oh, yeah, but, the vest. She had a vest on, and her sister gives it to her, right? Yeah, and they explained why she had the vest on in Infinity War. Why, why, and then in this, I think they explained that she was just trying to change her look. Yeah. And then... And then also in Infinity War, the whole Quinjet, where the hell did they get the Quinjet, you know? And I think maybe S.H.I.E.L.D. gave it to him. Yeah. Like what you're saying. Yeah, that makes would make more sense. Maybe there was like, hey, we're probably going to need Captain America again, right? But we can't allow him to come back. Maybe we need to bring him in one day and you're going to be our catalyst to do that. Because she's a double agent. She's always been a double agent. She's that way in the comics. Mm-hmm. You know, she's always double-crossing somebody. Mm-hmm. So, is that what happened here? Yeah, maybe. Right. But so, I want to say that that's, <laughs> that's the case. Because all it is is S.H.I.E.L.D. surrounds her. It cuts to black two weeks later. She's got the vest. She's got the Quinjet. She's got the new hair. And she's going to... This is where it kind of got me. 
it said, I'm going to go break some friends out of prison. Mm-hmm. Which is who? It's Ant-Man. Clint, Hawkeye. Yep. Um, Scarlet Witch and Falcon. Those are the ones that are locked up in the raft. Mm-hmm. And Vision. They're all locked up in the raft. And so she's like, I'm gonna I didn't think them. Vision was. Vision was with. Oh, that's right. He was because then he would sneak away and hang out with Wanda and all that stuff on like vacation, essentially. Oh yeah, he would. Yeah. Um. So those four are locked away in prison. Cause like I said, Steve Rogers wasn't. Oh, and Bucky is. Nope, Bucky's with Black Panther. Mm-hmm. Sorry, everyone but Steve is locked away. She says, "I'm gonna go break them out," but that wasn't what happened. Steve Rogers broke them out at the well, end of the Civil War. Well, she probably helped them though. Oh yeah. no, she couldn't have because she's on this. She's doing this story. Yeah, you're right. So a little bit of continuity break there. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't quite like that. They don't have to explain that to me. They don't have to show to the viewer, you know, Black Widow had her story, but now she's ready for Infinity War. Like, but, they rushed it to make it look like. But when they did, and in, but in Infinity War, Captain America and Black Widow were together. Yep. Whenever they made their first appearance. Yep. So. I, no. Yeah, they were. They but were together. They, you're right, they were. They came to rescue Wanda mm-hmm. and Vision. But I just felt like they rushed. They had, they had to put her in an Infinity War starting place. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, people were going to be like, well, what happened mm-hmm. next? And how they lead to Infinity War. I think they can just leave it open-ended. Um, yeah. But. I uh, guess your imagination is supposed to take over. Sure. Yeah. Um, and they probably had comics in between. Because I, I do recall books or comics about what missions they ran. Before Infinity War, because like they were still running missions, you know. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's more to it. I'm just not reading. I did. I'm gonna just move on with this, and I think it's a pretty good movie. It I wasn't did. my favorite Marvel movie, uh, but it's enjoyable. Mm-hmm. The special effects are kind of wonky at times. The fighting's a little wonky, but not like the Future War. No, know? I mean this. This was a true Marvel effects kind of thing. Yes, and it had. I mean, you it had the big picture. Mm-hmm. It had good pacing, good storytelling, mm-hmm. good characters, and it and it did blend into the rest of the MCU. And which part of the MCU did it bleed into, like going forward? Going forward, yes. Um, well, I I could see some continuation with Falcon Winter Soldier. Yes, and um, I think it's more going towards that part of the universe. It is. It's not. It's not going with the Loki and Scarlet Witch. It's more towards the um, the militant side of it. Yes. Uh, so for those that watch Cap- Captain Fal- Captain America and Winter Soldier or Falcon Winter Soldier, whatever you want to call it, because they changed the name of it, uh, Judy Louise, Louise Dreyfus from Seinfeld and Veep, she's in this as a- uh, Madame, Madame Hydra. Yeah. Uh, Valentina, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she recruits Scarlet Witch's sister, Alina, after the events of Endgame. You mean... Oh... No, you mean Black Widow. No, she recruits Alina. Black Widow's dead. Yeah, you said Scarlet Witch. I was just saying Black oh, okay. Widow. Okay, yeah. so Black Widow's dead. This is, the, mm-hmm. this is now, they jump forward mm-hmm. to post-Endgame. Because remember, she's the only one that actually died. Yes. Of all these movies, there's only one dead character so far, and that's Black Widow. Because Gamora even comes back. Alina is mourning her sister, you know, and... Madam Hydra shows up, and she's recruiting her to go kill Hawkeye. Because he's the person that got her killed. That's what she tells her. Because mm-hmm. obviously the full story isn't out there. Mm-hmm. 
but they want Hawkeye dead because he's a threat to Hydra. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, hey, they got U.S. agent now, or mm-hmm. Agent Hydra, and they're going to use him to kill Captain America. Yes. And now they need someone to take care of Hawkeye. And mm-hmm. who's the best person for that? It's going to be the new Black Widow. Because mm-hmm. that's what she's, she's going to reprise the role of Black Widow. Yes. And, well, and she is the second Black Widow, so. Like the hardline Black Widow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I also think they're going to do, they're going to continue that probably in Falcon and Winter Soldier. I don't think they're going to do a movie for it. They're probably going to continue it in another Disney TV show. Okay. Now let me ask you this question. And I think uh, they're going to do a spinoff with all the different widows. I, I was just about that. That was exactly where I was going. Yes. I was going to say um, at the end, because we didn't mention that, but at the end of the movie, the other Black Widows, got cured from their little mind control right and they had no place to go yeah they were like what do we do now they they're following taskmaster Mm -hmm. and they're following the red guardian is what it looks like right so and iron maiden and iron maiden yeah so i think there's gonna be a spinoff to that you think it's gonna be an iron maiden like she's like that's where they spin off or whatever i could see them even having a red guardian iron maiden yeah like tv show yeah yeah I think that that's what they're going to spin off into is a Black Widow missions-esque. And I, I, I'm looking forward to that. I think this movie was solid and I think it leaned a lot into the bigger Marvel universe mm-hmm. and where they're going to go with it. And, and for people that, uh, and you know, like all of these MCU movies have their own flavor. This is, this movie was more in line with the Civil War, Captain America stylings. Yeah. Kevin Feige also said in an interview this week, uh, it's a safe bet that David Harbour and uh, the chick that played Iron Maiden will return. Okay. So he they have plans. And, and I already knew that Yelena's going to. We already know that. Yeah. That's a definite. Um, but you know Marvel is in this big thing now of planning the future because mm-hmm. they're going into multiverse stuff, uh, magic, more cosmic things, and they have the ground level Captain America stuff going on. Um, they, uh, Kevin Feige talked about in the same interview, they had to hold, uh, meetings <laughs> to discuss the rules of their multiverse and where they're allowed to go and where they're not allowed to go. Oh, okay. Cause we'll talk, probably talk about it later or maybe in another episode or something with Loki finishing up. Mm-hmm. They're getting kind of crazy now. Oh yeah. With the multiverse. Yes. And we already knew that from Scarlet Witch. Or WandaVision. Well, this just amplified it. <laughs> and we knew that because Doctor Strange's next movie is Madness of the Multiverse. And then um, Ant-Man, Wasp is Quantumania. Quantumania. And we knew, yeah, we knew it was going to go crazy. And they have to make these rules because what happens in comics? They go crazy. Mm-hmm. They get way too crazy. And they have to start it all over. Yes. And um, the you other movie. You can't start over these movies. It's and the other possible. movie in this phase, which is coming up in a few months, would be Spider-Man as well. Um, away from home away from home and as we already know everybody's heard the rumors about the multiple toby Maguire and yes. and andy garfield reprising their roles different universes blend i mean this is getting crazy for real yes but i think when it's all said and done though i think what's going to happen after this phase is they're going to solidify the roster I think the main reason of doing this is cleaning it up mm-hmm. um, because what they're doing and, and Kevin, I don't know if you heard that read this one or saw the interview, but they did confirm that every MCU movie as of right now is Canon. Yep. And, and that's including the Fox entities of X-Men, all of those horrible movies that we didn't like. Oh, they're all, yes, 
everything's considered canon now. And I think this is a way to clean everything up. Oh, because cause when they go into the multiverse, that's mm-hmm. when they're going to bring in the new Fantastic Four and yes. the new mutants. And the yes. new, not the new mutants at like the movie, but like uh-huh. new X-Men. And so, so maybe what I'm thinking is like those Fox entities that suck, like we, they, they're going to say that those were from a different Earth. Yeah. And maybe they weren't the main Earth, Earth Prime or whatever you Yeah. 616 or whatever. I think it is. I think this movie universe takes place in Earth 616. Yeah, because the main Earth universe is 616. That's yeah. our Earth. Right. So I think that this would be a good way to fix it. Yeah. And it it makes all those other movies count in their own little way, you know? Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I think there's going to be a big stuff going into the future. Um. I hope they could blend Venom in some way, making it, you know, fixing that too. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I'm I'm interested. You think Venom's gonna show up? Hopefully. I hated that movie. Yeah, but hopefully they'll do it right now. You know. Like, Maybe. Maybe. Um, I'm interested to see how the Spider-Man movie goes. That's coming out pretty in soon. In December. Right? This year. Yes. It's the last movie of the year. All right. Um, Marvel stuff going forward though. Uh, what if mm-hmm. comes out next month? Yes, it, actually, a few weeks from now. Yes. Um. Mm-hmm. I, Marvel has a lot of big, and Shang Chi comes out this year. That's in September. Yep. And then, like you said, Spider Man. Eternals is in November. Eternals. And then, but there's still two more series coming out this year too. We still have uh, She Hulk. Yep. She Hulk's coming out after What If, mm-hmm. and then Ms. Marvel. Oh, yeah. Ms. Marvel finishes out the year. So Marvel has a lot of big things mm-hmm. coming. So, and if you're, I tell you what, if you're a Marvel fan and if you don't have Disney Plus, you need to get it. Uh, right now they're reporting She-Hulk got pushed to 2022. Okay. So what about uh Ms. Marvel? Ms. Marvel. The last I had saw that she was this year still too. Yep, she is this year still. Yeah. Hawkeye's this year. Okay, maybe I had them mixed up. Maybe it was Hawkeye's next, right? Yes. After what if? Yeah, it's Hawkeye, Ms. Marvel, and then She-Hulk. Yep. Yeah, there we go. I had it mixed up. Uh, Florence Pugh, who stars Yelena Belova, the mm-hmm. sister from this movie, she will be in Hawkeye. Which? Oh, that's so. Yeah, that so that's how it quick. That's how they're gonna tie it in. They're gonna resolve that quick, huh? Yes. Wow. Uh Looks like they have a pretty good cast. Uh, Haley Steinfeld, who she's been in a few things. Uh, Bumblebee. I think she was the main cast in that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, she's going to play Kate Bishop. And then Vera Farmiga. I forgot that she's getting introduced. Okay. Yeah, and then Vera, Vera Farmiga is uh, Ale- Eleanor Bishop, who is uh, Kate Bishop's mother. And Vera Farmiga played in one of the Godzilla movies we watched recently, King of Monsters. Mm-hmm. She was the mom that portrayed the, fa- the people. I know what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. So... That's pretty cool. I also think she stars in all the conjur- conjuring. This, this is also us. setting up this whole Young Avengers too. Kate Bishop, yes, Ms. Marvel, yep. all of that. Yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be a lot, a lot of good stuff this year. A lot of big things coming. So how many properties was that that we just mentioned? Then that's coming out just this year. One, two, three, four, five, five to six. That's awesome. Five to six future properties. Um. And then I think Loki's probably going to have a quick turnaround. I think uh, it'll be around this time next year. Maybe. I, I can't imagine getting these big actors, 
you can't keep them on contract that long, right? You got to mm. move their contracts pretty quick. So well, but they say Kang, who we were thinking Kang, is the main villain in Loki. Yeah, so he's supposed to be the main villain in the Ant Man movie and Quantumania, and I think that's next summer as well. So so the film is already wrapped up. Yeah. So Mar- Marvel is getting ballsy. So Loki, it would be smart to Loki should be out before then. Around that time. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or they're taking place concurrently. Mm-hmm. That could always happen too. So I think this movie, I'm going to give it a 6 out of 10. It's pretty good. It's not one of the best Marvel movies, but it was okay. enjoyable to watch. And you know what? We had a big disagreement last week about our ratings, but I think this week, I would, I'll, I'll agree. I'll say 6. Yeah, now, we had a big disagreement bad, last week. It's not bad by any means. It's just not the best of the Marvel properties. This is just a, a little one-shoot movie anyway. It's not supposed to be the main... Oh, correct. This yeah. was to give Scarlet Witch something. A send-off. A send-off. Yeah. A proper send-off. And to um, kind of qu- calm the storm with people demanding you know, more representation with women superheroes. Yeah. And she's also, um, and this was the end of her contract. Yes. She, she did say in an interview or the other day on Jimmy Fallon that she's 100% out of the universe now. So she's not coming back. Correct. So, uh, with that, I think that's going to end our segment on that. You want to talk about what we've been watching this week? Yes, let's do it. Um, oh, real quick. So, uh, it is looking like, and as uh, Scott, which is pregnant. Mm-hmm. Or you were talking about that last week. Yes. Um, you also asked if she had any kids, mm-hmm. uh, and I said no. I was wrong. She has a daughter who's six. Oh, okay. So this would be her second okay yep um, boom, boom, boom. so what i've been watching of course i've watched the nba finals okay um they're tied, tied two to two to tied two two right now yep um i've been watching uh kung fu on cw kung fu kung fu what what is that um was it the show you talked about last week yeah, yeah. okay that's right you did i've been watching that Bring and, um and then I've watched uh, a little bit of um, like some older movies yeah. that I haven't caught up with. I watched, uh, I think the other day when we were talking, um, The Hunt. We did talk about that last time you were here. Yeah. Or maybe we well, no, did. No, that was no. just the other day. When we, we talked about on the phone. phone. Yeah. The Hunt, I watched that. That's right. I've watched, uh, um, I forget the name of the movie, but it was like a superhero movie that was so stupid that I had to stop watching it. Um, kick ass. No, it was worse than kick. It was hmm. some generic hero. I can next week. I blank man. No, it's blank man was way better than what I'm telling you. <laughs> it was like a movie that we would have made with our phones. It was oh, horrible. that bad, huh? Yeah. Ugh. Uh, I've watched the HBO series Chernobyl. Okay. Have you heard of that? Your mom. Your mom was trying to get me to watch it. She's watched it all. I watched it last week. I thought it was fantastic. She, she loves it. Yeah. I thought it was awesome. It's only five episodes. Mm-hmm. It's a short series, but it's really yeah. good. She loved it. And she, yeah. So. I also watched the Loki finale, which we can probably talk about another time because mm-hmm. there's a lot to say to that. Uh, and then What We Do in the Shadows, I finished that series. It's, uh, it's like the office mockumentary style stuff, mm-hmm. but it's about like vampires living in New York. Really? It's super funny. It's on Hulu. You should probably check out a couple episodes. 
It's hilarious. Really? Oh, yeah. Super funny. I I laughed so hard at that. And then uh, Bad Batch, they had another episode. Bad Batch mm. last week. And then as far as gaming goes, I'm still just uh, playing Coter. Okay. So. Um, I did watch, there was something I, me and your mom watched this morning. I watched the Bee Gees documentary. The uh, Bee Gees? Yeah. I'm, I'm a huge Bee Gees fan. Okay. And, uh. Um, I saw that they had a documentary on HBO Max, mm-hmm. and it's really good. It's produced by Frank Marshall. Don't know who that is. Frank Marshall? Yeah. The the director? Yeah. Okay. Well, anyway. Never heard of him. I'll look him up real quick. Keep talking. Are you serious right now? I don't think I've ever heard of him. Uh, you, you've you've heard of him. I can't believe uh, You of all people. Uh-huh. But, uh. Oh, he made Congo. And he's the brother of Penny Marshall. Phil Marshall. Oh, he's doing Indiana Jones 5. He did Raiders of the Lost Ark. He did all the indie movies. He did a lot of movies. <laughs> well, I'm saying, like, those are the ones I would know. Yeah. He did the Bourne movies. Yeah. That, okay. Okay. Yeah. I didn't recognize the name, but. Okay. But uh, anyway, it's an awesome documentary. Um, and it's, I'm telling you, it made, I'm already a Bee Gees fan, but yep. it amplified it. Huh. So. Well, that's pretty cool. I do like the Bee Gees. Um, I do like the era of music. Well, people think that move they that were mic only, back to your face. They were only. They think that uh, that the Bee Gees are are only disco, but they're not. I mean, they started when the Beatles came out. Yeah, and they've had different eras of their music, and um, because of the disco, you know they. People stop listening to them thinking that that's, you know. That's all they have. Well, the radio station stopped playing them. Right. But what people don't know is they wrote hits, like, for all sorts of stars out there. Right. You know, uh, Islands in the Stream, Dolly Parton, Kenny Rogers, they wrote that song. They wrote song, some of the Celine Dion's hits. Okay. I mean, all of that. Well, you know more about the Bee Gees than I do. Oh, my gosh. Maybe I have to watch this documentary. It's really good. I I actually just saw it on Frank Marshall's list. At the Bee Gees, How Can You Mend a Broken Heart. Yes. So just Check it out, man. I promise you. Okay. What's it on? It's on HBO Max. Right, I might have to give it a watch. Yeah. Uh, with that thing, we're going to close out today's episode. Uh, do you want to close it out today? Well, everybody, <laughs> all I got to say is, you know, have a good time out there. Yep. Um, You know. The pandemic's hopefully around the corner. It's already from, around the corner, but yes. I mean, like, done. I think it's going to be done uh, with having everybody safeguarded. Probably this time next year, I think we'll be good, you know. Yeah. So, it's been good seeing all the live sporting events and uh-huh. Uh-huh. whatnot. Yep. You going to plug our socials in there, or are you just going to forget that part, too? Or do you no, not know them? Just making my little rant there. Okay, let's hear but it. You can go ahead and plug it. Though. Yeah, you don't even know them. What are they? What's our Twitter plug? Whatever you say it is. Yeah, I know it. He doesn't even listen to me. Thank you, everyone, for watching this week's episode or listening to this week's episode of Recreational Critics Podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Don't forget to find us on Twitter and Facebook at, at RecCriticsPod or email us at RecreationalCritics at gmail.com. Uh, we can't wait to uh, uh, record next week's episode, which we don't know what we're going to do yet. What about Space Jam? Ugh. <sighs> we don't have to commit. Uh, it's just an idea. We, we, we can discuss it. <laughs> I don't think I can do that to myself. Uh, With that, thank you, everyone. Have a good one. All right.